Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I want to just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by my upcoming book. It's almost out. We're on a countdown now. It's called Deliver Yourself from Evil. I don't want you to get involved in that if it's going to bless you. You know, many people need deliverance and there's nowhere they can go. We get people coming into our ministry from all over the world wanting deliverance and wanting it now. We can't keep up with the demand. So God gave me this book to write, Deliver Yourself from Evil. It is an A to Z guide to getting free and staying free. I'm going to teach you how to open, how to identify open doors that allow demons to establish strongholds in your mind, discern the undisputed signs that you need deliverance, activate self-deliverance through repentance, prayers, and declarations, discover how to shut the enemy out for good with keys to walking out your deliverance. You're going to want to get on over there to jenniferleclair.org slash self-deliverance and pick up your copy today because there are all kinds of bonuses for your pre-order. Delay pre-order today. God is so good. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And uh, I am there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Amen. Well, give me a year life and watch the transformation. I teach three different messages every single week, and you can find them online at hop.online. Watch throughout the week. South Florida, you come in person. I said, Miami, you come in person. I said, Fort Lauderdale, you come in person. I said, West Palm Beach, you come in person. The rest of you, you can come and visit or you can watch online at ahop.online. You'll be glad you did, 10.47 a.m. We also have two other services, 1.30 p.m., 1.45 p.m. They're all there for you. When you drive over, sit here, watch the, watch the, watch the Holy Spirit move. Listen, you can go deeper with us and become an online web church member, an official web church member. Go deeper with us. We've got virtual healing rooms, options, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual pastoral advice, virtual prayer line, virtual life group. There's different options you can sign up for. So pay attention to what you're registering for. But get on over there today, ahop.online slash web church and become official. 1.30 p.m. is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We are going into the deeper things of God. I'm sharing this week on discerning false supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles. I'm going to blow the cover off that. It's happening more and more, and it will happen more and more. Don't be deceived. It's a series called Escaping the Great End Times Deception. You're going to want to get in on that. Then that third service is 4 p.m. There's no worship, just straight up teaching, school of prophecy, school of prayer, school of deliverance, school of spiritual warfare, and school of the seers. I know I've got some seers listening to me. You need to get equipped. You need to get equipped. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv. We're going to read today from my first devotional, Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, oh my goodness, I like this. Look at this. Listen, listen. It's titled, Today is a New Day. Gosh, I don't know. But that has a prophetic significance to some of you. I know when I said that, some of you were like, yes, Lord, today is a new day. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Today is a new day. Leave yesterday's worries behind. Reject tomorrow's anxieties and believe that I will lead you and guide you through this day. 
Believe that I will give you the grace you need because I am your grace. Believe that I will give you the wisdom you need because I am your wisdom, says the Lord. Believe that I will give you the peace you need because I am your peace. I am your standby, waiting to provide whatever you need today and every day. Come on, today is a new day. I wish somebody would grab hold of that and just begin to shout, today is a new day. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy on my website, jenniferleclair.org, or wherever you buy books online. The prayer starter, help me, Lord, to walk by faith, to live by faith one day at a time, recognizing that you are walking with me and will help me. When I begin to worry or stress, remind me that you are with me. And allow me to feel your sweet presence in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you today because you are our everything. You are indeed our joy. You are indeed our peace. You are indeed our grace. So we seek your face this morning, not just your hand. We seek your heart this morning. We seek your will this morning. We seek everything you represent because you are holy. You are mighty. You are awesome in power. You are worthy. There is no other God like you. You are set apart. You are the one true living God. You are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You are that God who loves us. You love us because we first loved you, so we thank you for your love. We're not going to take it for granted. We thank you for your peace. We're not going to take it for granted. We thank you for your joy, unspeakable and full of glory. We're not going to take it for granted. God, forgive us for all the ways in which we have taken you for granted, for all the ways in which we have forgotten to acknowledge your goodness, acknowledge your glory, acknowledge your healing. Sometimes, God, we get so busy with life, we forget to stop and pause in your presence. We forget to stop and say thank you. We forget to go back to the prayer closet with the praise in our mouth for the prayer answer that you brought us that overcame the powers that were working against us. You are so good. And we acknowledge you today. We lift up your name today. We say yes to your will today. We thank you, Lord, for everything you did yesterday and for everything you're going to do tomorrow, but we thank you, Lord, that today you will give us our daily bread. Today you will deliver us from evil. Today you will lead us not into temptation. Today you will help us overcome every obstacle. Today it's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Today is a new day. So I thank you, Lord, that when we stand in prayer today, that we will ask things that are audacious today, and we will believe that we have received today. We will stand on your word without wavering, immovable, unshakable today. Today is a new day. God, would you help us to do things differently on today? Would you help us find just one little thing we can change to draw closer to your presence today? Would you help us identify one small habit today we can install in order to, to, to drive deeper into the spirit realm today? God, would you help us, Lord? We want 
want to change today. We don't want to put off till tomorrow what we need to do today. Help us to stop procrastinating and robbing ourselves of future blessings. Help us to put our hand to the plow, God, today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We'll be glad today. We're not going to be gloomy today. We're going to be glad today. We're going to rejoice today. We're going to praise you today. There's no time like right now. There's no time like the present time. There's no time like today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, we want your will in our lives on today. So help us to hear your voice today. Help us to discern your heart today. Help us to walk in your presence today, your spirit today, your love today, the the peace, the joy today, God. We thank you. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, today. We need your help today. You're a very present help in a time of need today. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but we are here right now today, and we can't do one thing about tomorrow. All we have uh, 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 in our purview is today. So help us make the right decisions today that lead us to the future and the hope that you have for us, God. Help us to prepare our hearts today. Help us to repent today, to change the way we think today. Help us, Lord, not to put it off until tomorrow or the next day or until we get the house paid off or until we finish college or until we get the promotion or until... Help us, Lord, to stop putting off our tomorrow, our future and our hope, pressing it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper over there somewhere. We can't see it because we don't do today what we need to do today to see tomorrow what we want tomorrow. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. No good thing do you withhold from those who walk uprightly. So help us walk uprightly today, God. Help us to lay aside the avarice, the greed, the covetousness. Help us, Lord, today to be who you created us to be. Help us, Lord, not to try to be someone who we're not. Help us, Lord, to be who you have called us to be. Come on, God's beginning to meddle. Help us, Lord, to to stop trying to be something you never created us to be, something that we never can be, something that we never could be. Help us, Lord, to focus on your perfect will for our lives and submit to the making process that you have ordained for us because you didn't make us the same as you made anybody else. Our path is different than their path. Help us, Lord, to stop comparing ourselves with other people. Help us, Lord, to stop looking at them and seeing what they have that we want that we can't get because it's not for us. Help us, Lord, today not to compare ourselves with other people, thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought, because look at us, we've got it going on. Look at us, we've got an anointing. Look at us, we've got a big house. Look at us, we got more money. Look at us, look at us. Help us, Lord, not to compare ourselves with others, thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought, thinking that we're so special, that we've done something different or better. Help us not to touch your glory, but help us, Lord, not to compare ourselves, looking at others and saying, what's wrong with me? Why don't I have that new car? Why am I not married? Why are my kids messed up? Why can't I get in that college? Why can't I get that promotion? Why do they get everything I want? Help us, Lord, to stop looking at other people, comparing ourselves with them and wondering what is wrong with us, beating ourselves up, humiliating ourselves, looking at ourselves like grasshoppers. 
Help us, Lord, to stop comparing ourselves with anybody else but Jesus. You're, you're conforming us into his image. You're making us like Christ. <laughs> we're supposed to look like him. We're going to compare ourselves with him, and we're always going to fall short of the glory of God. But, Lord Jesus, you are our standard. You are our prototype. You are the one that we need to look to. You are the one to whom we need to compare ourselves so that we can see where we need to submit a little more, where we need to press in a little more, how we need to pray a little more accurately, God. Thank you. We don't want to do anything from rivalry or conceit. We don't want to do anything to keep up with the Joneses. We don't want to do anything just for a show because people are watching and we need the Gucci because we got to look good. We don't want to do anything because we're pressured by our peers or we're pressured by society or pressured by our pastors. We don't want to do things to keep up with everybody else, to fit in with the crowd. We are the remnant. We don't fit in. We were set apart cut off. Thank you, Jesus. Help us, Lord, in humility to look at others as more important than ourselves, to walk in a hum humble, humble, uh, with a humble heart. Help us, Lord, to be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Help us, Lord, not to seek the approval of man, but to seek your approval, to stop trying to please man. Paul said, if I were trying to please man, I wouldn't be an apostle of Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to keep our life free of the love of money and be content with what we have. For you said, Jesus, I will never leave you or forsake you. And we have you, so we have the advantage. We have all we need. We have access to the supernatural. We have access to heaven's resources. We have access to healing power. Help us to stop comparing ourselves with other people, trying to be like them, copying them plagiarizing them because <laughs> we can't come up with our own original thought. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to deal with our insecurities, God. Help us, Lord, to deal with those issues that cause us to think that we're not as good as somebody else or that we're better with somebody else. Help us, Lord, today. 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 You are so good. You are so awesome. You are so powerful. You are so mighty. There's no God like you. <laughs> There's just no God like you. <laughs> There's no God like you. You are worthy. So today, God, help us to be about the Father's business. Today, God, help us to mind our own business unless it be for the sake of intercession. Help us, Lord, not to compare, not to gossip, not to slander, not to be jealous, not to be envious. Uh-oh. Help us, Lord, not to be jealous of what somebody else has, the anointing that they carry, <laughs> the house that they have, the spouse that they have. Help us, Lord, because it affects our prayer life. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, because envy makes the bones rot. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to press into your peace, to be content with what we have. We have Jesus. What more do we need? Help us, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You are so awesome. You've given us everything we need to succeed. <laughs> You've made a way out of no way. <laughs> this life is so short compared to eternity. Help us to be eternity-minded. Help us, Lord, to focus on what really matters, the souls, 
to be a good witness, to walk in love. Lord, we praise you and we thank you that we are in your hands and no one can snatch us out of your hands. You've got us and that's all that matters. You're with us and that's all that matters. You're for us and that's all that matters. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Some of you are in agreement. I feel a schism in the spirit. I'm pleading with you. Can we please get an agreement before we transition into the next segment? If I'm praying something and you're commenting about somebody's hair, we're not in agreement, guys. We're about to go into spiritual warfare. And I need you to be on one accord or I'm going to ask you politely just to step off and listen to the replay because I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want uh, 999 of us to be on one accord and one out there talking about their peanuts that they're making and they're roasting and they're, they're salting and they're candying them. I, that's not helpful. Please, please, I urge you, I beseech you by the mercies of God, get on the same page, please. We're transitioning. Last night, I put something up on Facebook. I had a thought because I see so many uh, preachers, so many ministers trying to be everything to everybody. You know, they're, they're, the, they're the, the business coach. And then next day, they're the deliverance minister the next day. Then they're the prayer warrior the next day. Then they're the apostolic builder the next day. Then they're the marriage counselor the next day. And it's like, you know, my God, you must be just like Jesus. God has given us all gifts. And when we try to go beyond the bounds of what has given us to do, the assignment that he has for us, we water down our anointing. We can't be effective because our focus is split. And nobody knows what we're really good at. Nobody can be good at everything. Nobody can have <laughs> all that. And I wrote this post on my Facebook, and I want you to, to ponder this because I want to set you free this morning before we transition into the warfare. I said, if you don't know who you are, you'll always strive to be everything to everybody so you can be someone in your own eyes. The problem is you won't be much to anybody if you can't truly be yourself. I want to exhort you today before we transition. God has given you a special anointing. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to be like uh, T.D. Jakes. You don't have to be like Billy Graham. You don't have to be like whoever it is you admire. You don't have to be, you don't have to be like them. You just have to be like you. And we're trying to be like Jesus. So if you don't know who you are, you need to find out who you are. I'm not just talking about your identity in Christ as for the sake of a son. I'm talking about what you're called to do. Stop trying to, to, to hop on to every trend and plagiarize everybody's TikTok videos and Facebook posts and reword it and make it just because they got 5,000 views doesn't mean you will. If you're not in your lane, it's not going to work for you. And I wanted to exhort you for, for that because I see so many people out there striving and I don't want you to strive. I want you to be at ease. I want you to be at rest. Amen. Let's transition. I want to read you a, a scripture today. I want to read you a scripture today. Let me get a sip of water. I'm going to read you a scripture today from, I can't, I lost it. Here it is. Acts 12. I've read the book of Acts now seven times in a row. Maybe eight times in a row. I lost count. I've tried to keep up with the count. And the Lord has given me so much revelation out of the book of Acts. If you want more revelation, you know, stop trying to necessarily, I'm not against reading the Bible in a whole year. But if you just read the Bible in a whole year and, and you don't obey the Holy Spirit's prompting to, to focus in, you can read the Bible in a year, but then sometimes you need to focus in on certain things. I remember many years ago, the Lord told me to read the, the Gospels 30 times in 30 days. That takes a lot of reading. He told me to read the book of Acts 10 times in a row. 
And I want to read you the scripture here. All right. If you're ready, say amen. Acts chapter 1. I'm sorry, Acts chapter 12. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish people, he also arrested Peter. This took place during the Passover celebration. Then he imprisoned Peter, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. So 16 soldiers were guarding this dude. 16 soldiers. That'd be like if you were surrounded by 16 demons. Picture it. Herod intended. What did Herod do? Herod intended. What happened? Herod intended to bring Peter out for a public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, the church earnestly prayed for him. I want you to see this lesson here. Herod here is a type of the enemy. He had just killed James and he wanted to kill Peter. Okay. And the trial would have most likely ended in a conviction of Peter and he would have killed Peter just like he killed James. So Herod, who's a type of the enemy here, he intended to kill Peter. But verse five says the church prayed very earnestly for him. So the enemy has an intent. The enemy has a plan. The enemy has a purpose. The enemy has a move. And uh, Angel Damari, you are out of order. And I'm going to block you if you say one more thing about that topic on my broadcast. You're the one I'm talking about. Now stop. Here's the enemy's intention. The enemy, in, the, here's the enemy. The enemy intended to kill the apostle, but the church prayed. We can interrupt the enemy's intention with prayer. We must interrupt the enemy's intention with prayer. The church prayed earnestly for him. What happened? There was a supernatural deliverance. What happened? God sent an angel to open the prison, pick up, you know, poke Peter in the side, tell Peter, put on your shirt, put on your coat, put on your shoes. Let's go. The gate to the prison opened itself and they walked out into the city. Peter thought it was a vision. He had no clue. He had no clue what was going on. He thought he had a vision. Then he realized this was real. The enemy has an intention for your life. Prayer disrupts it. I want you to see that very clearly. And we're going to pray. We're going to pray to interrupt to, to interrupt the enemy's intentions. We're going to pray to, 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 to interrupt the enemy's plans. We're going to pray to interrupt, to squash, to shatter the enemy's motives towards you. Are you ready? And if you're not on one accord with me, jump off. I don't want you to get hurt here. Amen. I don't want you to get the... The stray bullets that are going to be flying. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you and we repent, God, for our prayerlessness. We repent, God, for all the times you've called us to pray and somehow we just didn't think it was important. Somehow we thought we had something better to do. Somehow we got distracted from the purposes of your heart and we allowed the enemy to come in like a flood and cause damage. And then we complained about it. Then we got upset. Well, God, where were you? And God's like, well, I was in your prayer closet waiting for you to come and agree with my plan for your life. But you couldn't make the time. Oh, Jesus. 
So, Father, we repent for our prayerlessness. We repent for being distracted. We repent and we ask you, Lord, to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. And, Father, now we take authority, just like the church in the book of Acts, when Herod's intention was to kill Peter, the church prayed earnestly. So, Father, we pray earnestly right now. Your word tells us that the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So we crush the enemy's aims to steal, kill, and destroy. We crush the enemy's hopes to uh, to harangue us and, and, and harass us and, and hinder us in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we smash the enemy's motives towards us. We overwhelm the enemy's objectives about us in the name of Jesus. We break apart every demonic plan that's been forged against our life in the name of Jesus. We squash every evil purpose that the enemy intends tends to bring about in our lives in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that every demonic designation that is looking for a place to land will be derailed in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that we will see the enemy struggle in his pursuit against us, that the enemy will stumble and fall in the name of Jesus. God, interrupt the enemy's intentions for our lives in the name of Jesus. We take authority over the enemy's intentions to steal, kill, destroy. And we say that we are submitted to you, God. We will resist the devil, God. He's got to flee, God. In the name of Jesus, you said it in your word. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. So we command the enemy to flee now in Jesus' name. We put a cease and desist order on every wicked intention, every wicked plan, every wicked designation, every wicked design, every wicked impulse every wicked purpose in the name of Jesus. We say we will walk in the plans and purposes of God in the name of Jesus. God, strengthen us. Give us discernment. Help us, Lord, not to grow weary in well praying. Help us, Lord, not to be distracted when you're calling us to the closet. Help us, Lord, not to stand by and watch the enemy run rodshod over our life and just feel sorry for ourselves when we could have stood up against him. Help us, Lord, to be a people that pursue you, pursue you, pursue you, pursue you. And when we have to pursue the enemy and overcome him, just like David at Ziglag, he went back to the enemy's camp and he took back what belonged to him. He took back the babies and he took back the, the spouses and he took back all the, 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 the things that the enemy stole. He pursued the enemy and overcame them. So help us, Lord, to get on the offense. Help us, Lord, to stop living back on our heels. Help us, Lord, to stop living on the defensive and get on the offense and run into the battle line and cut off the head of Goliath and go forth and continue to win victory after victory after victory after victory after victory after victory. We are submitted people, God. Would you help us to stay submitted? Would you help us to continue to resist? Would you help us, Lord, not to be distractions to other people when they're trying to pray? They've got a prayer time. They're praying for you. Why distract them? Help them, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us to see what we need to see 
today. Help us to overcome the enemy today. Help us to push back the darkness today. Help us to understand our authority today. Help us to do what we've never done before today. Help us to run through the troop today. Help us to leap over the wall today. Help us to go forth with a with a with a a, a new glory, a, a new strength, a, a new faith today. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. See, you got to do business with the enemy sometimes. Sometimes we do business with God, and sometimes we do business with the enemy. It's a different kind of business we're doing, but we are going forth in victory, and we have to be a people that are focused. We cannot allow ourselves to be distracted by someone's chocolate chip cookies when we're trying to pray. We cannot let's be, let ourselves be distracted because a conspiracy theorist comes on the broadcast and wants to pump their, their agenda in your ears. We cannot allow ourselves to be distracted because that is how the enemy slips in. That's how he slips in. That's how he slips in. It's when we're not looking. It's when we're not paying attention. That's why Peter said in 1 Peter 5, 8, to be vigilant, to be sober minded, because the enemy of yours is sneaking around. He's roaming around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. As soon as you take your eye off the ball, you strike out. As soon as you stop paying attention in the spirit, that's when he sneaks in. Adam clearly dropped the ball. Where was he when she when when his wife was deceived? He was the tender of the garden. He had authority. Where was he? Clearly, he was not paying attention because the snake sat there and chatted Eve's ear off and deceived her. And he was not paying attention. He should have stopped that. Thanks, Adam. Now we're all in a mess. But thanks be to Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks be to the King of Kings. We cannot afford to be distracted in this hour. Do you know what is at stake? The enemy is raging in the nations, and God is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He wants to roar through you. So we have to stop whining. We have to stop being so distracted. We have to stop complaining. Come on, I love you. That's why I'm telling you this. I'm talking to myself too. We have to stop allowing people to take us off course because they need something and it's urgent. Amen. Their urgency can wait. You're in the prayer closet. We have to stop allowing ourselves to, to, to ignore the reality that two people are going to hell every single day and most of them aren't saved. I mean, two people are, are dying every day and most of them aren't saved. So that means they're going to hell. Hell is being populated right now. I mean, hell is just being filled to the brim right now. And we're standing by. We don't want to talk about a conspiracy theory on a prayer broadcast because we think that brings attention to our little movement. Please. Amen. God is good. God wants you to win every battle. If you're not winning, then it means you either don't have the faith yet. God is teaching you how to believe him because he's going to come through for you. If it's a prolonged battle, he's going to come through for you. He's learning, teaching you how to trust him. Or you don't have the skills yet to win that battle, which means you need to get equipped. You need to read the word. You need to get some training and how to deal with these issues. Amen. Or you've got some kind of bad alignment in your life. Right. The woman in a, in, a, in a marriage where she's getting beat to death every day. Well, guess what? You're going to keep getting beat as long as you stay in the house. So that's a bad alignment. You're sitting under a false prophet. You're going to have financial problems and probably he- medical issues until you get away from that false prophet. There's reasons why the warfare doesn't stop. There's reasons why. There's reasons why. One of the reasons why, though, is because we don't bother to try to fight. We don't use the name of Jesus. We don't stand and pray. We don't bind and loose. We don't push back darkness. We don't do our part. 
So God is waiting on us to get mad enough with the devil to get, you know, to get sick and tired enough of being sick and tired and to stand up and put our foot down. And when we put our foot down, God will put his foot down. Amen. So people are dying and going to hell and we're worried because, oh, you know, somebody said something about me at work. Meanwhile, there's people in, you know, in other nations being beheaded. Christians are being killed every single day, more than one. And we're upset because somebody said something on social media. Help us, Lord, deliver us from selfishness, God. Deliver us from our self-centeredness, God. You know, we have prayer hub leaders in Tajikistan. You know where Tajikistan is? It's in the Middle East. It's a, it's a, it's, it's all kind of stuff going on. Saudi Arabia, all kind of stuff going on there. We have prayer hubs in these nations, and I'm very well aware, and I'm studying more and more about these nations that are aligned with us through awakening prayer hubs, because I want to be an effective intercessor. And there's always going to be a distraction from intercession. That's the first war you will deal with as an intercessor. I said, that's the first war that you will deal with as an intercessor. If you can't win the war against distraction, if you can't win the war against distraction, how are you going to win the war for souls? How are you going to win the war for your family? How are you going to win the war for your, for your healing? How are you going to win? That's the first, that's the first, that's the first war is the war. Of distraction, the distractions that keep you from praying. Oh, I got to write something down. That's the first, that's the first, that's the first war. And many of us lose that war. And that's why we lose the, the battle for healing. That's why we lose the battle for the, for the, for the payback. That's why we lose the other battles because we didn't pray. But God is so good. He's teaching us. And we learn through those things. God's not mad at you. He's not mad at you. He's not mad at you. There's no condemnation. He wants us to learn. You know, the Bible says that Jesus learned obedience through the things he suffered. So if you're suffering, you have to look at yourself and not just get mad with the devil. And But, but don't, you know, we get mad with the devil, but then we don't do anything. Come on. We get mad with the devil. We don't do anything. We just complain. We tell all our friends, we tell pastor, and we call everybody and say, pray for me. I'm mad with the devil. Pray for me. My back hurts won't heal. Pray for me. Pray for me. But we don't pray. We don't pray for ourselves. Uh Uh-oh. It's a distraction. But you are well able to overcome. And the Lord today has you listen to this broadcast because he has such a great victory in store for you. And it's closer than you think. It's closer than you think. It's closer than you think. And so God sent me today to let you know, don't be distracted. I know it's hard. I got, I've been distracted all week trying to get in that prayer closet. It's been one thing after another. For you know, First it was you know, the, the uh, cleaning people that came to do a deep cleaning in my house. And they were supposed to be here. And they were late. And then they took longer than they should have. By the time they were gone, it was, it was, I had another meeting. Right. Enemy will always do things to get you out of the prayer closet. You have to fight your way into the closet. (laughs) You got to fight your way into the closet. That's your first fight. But you can do this. Now you're aware. Guess what? Here's the good news. The enemy has now been exposed. Amen. 
If this makes you mad, then there's something wrong with you. He's probably a demon. The enemy has just been exposed. You see it now, right? That's the first step. That's the first step to see distraction as the demon it is. That's why I am so starkly opposed to all these distractions on my broadcast because it creates a schism in the spirit. Somebody from one to talk about, you know, their their conspiracy theory. Uh, that's not the time for that. Not only is it rude, you're trying to pull people into whatever you're promoting and out of the prayer that they came on the broadcast to partake in so that they can break through and break free of their troubles and woes. Yeah, we got to fight our way into the closet. And I'm talking to me, I'm talking to all of us. We're in this together, guys. But God has exposed this to you. And so we have to, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, would you help us? Would you help us? Not to be distracted, not to allow the enemy to keep us out of our prayer closet. Would you help us not to allow ourselves to be somewhere else when we should be where we are? When we're in prayer, help us to be in prayer, not to worry. When we're in worship, help us to worship and not be trying to think about what we have to do next week. When we're with our family, help us to be with our family and not at work. When we're at work, help us to be at work and not thinking about a vacation. We're on vacation. Help us, Lord, to enjoy the vacation. Lord, help us to be where we are when we are. And help us, Lord, to see this tactic of distraction. I might do a whole broadcast on this at some point. Because some of you wonder, well, why do you care if they're talking about, you know, what I'm not even going to repeat what it was because I don't want that on my broadcast. Why do you care if they're talking about their conspiracy theory? Because we're not on one accord. And if the, the Bible says that where there's unity, there's an anointing and a blessing. Where there's a unity... God commands a blessing. So we have disunity, then we're not stepping into the fullness. I'm not saying God can't still bless us on the prayer call when there's distractions, but I'm saying we're not step. There's a schism in the spirit. We're not stepping into the fullness. When we got, you know, you got a thousand people on here and you got 25 of them. One of them wants to talk about their, their lunch and what they're going to eat. One of them wants to have a side conversation, you know, with their boo. I mean, get off the broadcast and go call them on the phone. One of them wants to talk about their conspiracy theory. One of them wants to talk about, you know, that's a schism. And I'm guarding the anointing in the atmosphere because I want all of you, I want all of you to come into the fullness of every benefit of this time you're spending in the presence of the Lord. You ever tried to read your Bible and, and realize that, you know, you read like a page, you don't remember a thing it said? That's because you were distracted. That's because you were distracted. So guess what? You got nothing out of reading that page of your Bible. You got nothing out of it because you don't remember what it said because you were distracted while you were reading it. Guys, if you want to uh, get on the mailing list, you can do that at jenniferleclair.org. We just sent out an email yesterday for the Elijah Company registration. I'll tell you, uh, I haven't released all the names of the classes I'm teaching this time, but I will tell you that it's uh, it's filling up really fast already. I sent out one email. I haven't even told anybody publicly about it besides you, and it's filling up. If you're at all interested in being trained, as a, as a prophet, a highly prophetic person, to, to go deeper. I'm not talking about learning how to hear the voice of God. All that, you should know that. I'm talking about maneuvering realms in the spirit, operating in, in, operating in the prophetic as a true uh, statesman, as a, you know, understanding how to deal with situations you're going to be confronted with, demons you're going to be confronted with, challenges in the prophetic that you're going to have to be confronted with. All that's there. The Elijah Company, globalpropheticcenter.com. GlobalPropheticCenter.com is the Elijah Company. Check that out.
Check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Make sure you're following me on whatever platform that you're listening to. We keep losing Instagram. Not sure why. Follow me on TikTok, guys. Follow me on Instagram. There's all kind of original content going up on each one of those channels. God bless you guys. I need to get going. I've got a long day of prayer ahead of me. And remember, God wants to give you the victory. Remember, it's a, it's a fight. It's a spirit of distraction. God will send people to distract you. God has a big breakthrough for you, and you're closer than you think. I'm telling you, you're closer than you think. Some of you, by next Thursday, you're going to have one of the biggest breakthroughs you've had in a year. Remember I said that. God bless you guys.